Thank you. That was wonderful. I was thinking about just whispering through the show. I don't know how well that would come off. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not the best idea. Thanks. Very good friends of ours. Blake Thomas is here, and Mr. Josh Hardy. Now, Josh has been on our show before. Josh was here with Gentry Colello. Yep. Early on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having trouble over here. One second here. All right. You're fighting with wrestling with the mic. It's yeah? good. It's good. But but Blake's here, and there's been an incredible scene. Well, you guys have been writing together. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how much do you write together. Well, we tried a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> we we performed one song one night, and people laughed at us. Yeah. It was a small setting of friends. Uh huh. He did the little uh, parentheses in the air just for those who are listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you do travel, you tour together quite a bit and do shows together. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I've heard, of the, <laughs> I've heard of that more and more with uh, like, well, maybe two singer songwriters and sometimes larger uh, cadres of, uh, is, that, is that the right word? No, I that's a, that's know, a really honey. wrong word. I, I, I really don't know. I just wanted to use that word today, and, I, and there I use it, and it's wrong. But, oh well. Unions, so. larger unions. Union, thank you. That's yeah. a much better word. Yeah. I'm just going to ask you guys from here on out if I have any trouble with English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really get, good at the English. So <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> you both are. Yeah, that, that's a wonderful song. I realized I do know that song. You, you, when you announced that song, and I didn't hear what you were whispering early on, and you went into it. So, oh, I know that song. That's cool. But there's a great scene at Mickey's, at Mickey's here on the Madison's East Side. How long has that been going on now? Two years. Two years. You and Jeremiah Nelson mm -hmm. and Josh. Now, you were in on that too, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, for like the first year. Yeah. Yep. It but, was at, well, in, in the beginning, it was me and Blake and Kelly Party Cooper. And then, and then uh, what's Kelly. What's your last name? Party Cooper. King. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dutch. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then, then Robbie Schiller came into the mix for a while. And you guys did some touring with Robbie, too, right? Because I remember seeing... Robbie the... Shankar? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, amazingly enough. Yeah. He's getting a little old, though, for yeah. our taste. Yeah, I and suppose. But it's, a, it's an incredible like scene there at Mickey's. You go down there, it's Tuesday nights, every Tuesday, and it's called it's Honky Tonk Tuesdays, right? Right. <laughs> and, uh, I know it's a mix of people. Sometimes you go in there and people are, you know, I don't, I don't sitting <laughs> in, not not paying attention to the music. But most, but most often of the time, they are. They really most are. of the time, arm wrestling and swearing and <laughs> yeah, puking on the bar. Yeah, that's why it's called honky tonk Tuesdays. Right. Yeah, it's the crowd that makes it honky tonk. Yeah, that's why we're here instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is an interesting setting to hear what you're doing, too. I mean, well, to, to feel that there's the, this, um, this sort of movement, it feels like, I don't know, I mean, it, starting small, and obviously there have been lots of little movements in Madison all the time, but it just, I don't know, it just feels to me when I, when I see you guys there, it feels like something happening, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, another friend of ours, uh, Luca Patton, who's a guitar player in, in town, and... and yeah. uh, he always, uh, <laughs> he starts talking about how uh, there's some Zen moment that happens over at Mickey's occasionally. I agree. <laughs> Are you, you know, aware it just of doesn't that? happen really often. I think he comes on the good nights. Of course, if you know Luca, that's yeah. kind of his direction. Yeah. But it's very cool. But it's interesting. I mean, you may, I, I think maybe it's different for performers sometimes. I and mean, we all have these Zen moments that may or may not necessarily be lost. Translate, or yeah. yeah, that the, the audience may or may not catch it. Hopefully they do. But then I think there are also these times when there, there's end moments when the audience feels something that the performer didn't realize that they put out there. I think that happens too sometimes. Absolutely. There are n numbers of times where I play shows and I'll get done and be like, man, like I, that was no good. I didn't like it. You know? And yeah. then I'll have people be like, well, why? Why did you say that? Because as an audience, like, I can't tell. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I suppose anything you do, sometimes you know you do it really well and sometimes you know you do it good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that sometimes it's the struggle? Like sometimes when we're struggling on stage and the audience may not know that we're struggling, but they know that there's some sort of thing happening. There's an energy. You're not just going through the paces. 
Right, it even adds if you're having, extra energy to yeah. the performance. And so they pick up on the energy even though they don't know what's causing it. That's true. Uh -huh. I guess I hadn't thought about it like that because I always think about it as a bad thing. Like not, you know, it's like I'm having an off night or something. But right. yeah, I suppose. I mean, you'll also see people that are, yeah, it's just like eating pudding. I don't know. Yeah. Where it's, there's nothing fun about it. It's just like watching somebody <laughs> yeah, eat pudding. That's true. Wow. All right. Yeah. 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 Mr. Blake Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm going to throw this out there just to embarrass you, but I thought this is pretty cool to get a. a um, you can go on the website. Oh, speaking of, the website's under construction, is it not? My, my <laughs> website? The official one. BlakeThomasOnline.com is still... <laughs> under construction for about a year. Yeah. It looks good. I mean, what you can no, see of it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think there's a picture of me on there. And yeah. then a, a whole bunch of things you have to click on that say, click above this, click below yeah. this, and you get somewhere that tells you what's going on. Well, it's really interactive. I mean, you can't sleepwalk through that website. You gotta, like, That's uh, true. See, you always bring the positive things to know. the table. Yeah. yeah. So, so the official, what's the best place to, to uh, visit your online presence right now? Probably it would actually be sonicbids.com slash Blake Thomas Live. There you go. <clears throat> if you got your pens and paper out there, that's probably the best place to go. Sonicbids.com slash Blake Thomas. Or you can just listen back to the podcast. There you go. Right. Thank you. And you can rewind. Go to Get about it. seven minutes in. And just... <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have, your, we'll have your website listed on, on the listing there, too, so that, that'll be good. But Village Voice had this to say about you, and it's about a cut off Flatlands, which is your last recording. Yes, it is. Um, they said about a cut about Flatlands. It was sung with resonant soulfulness. The, the evocatively melancholy title track ought to become the Midwest's national anthem. That's pretty, that's pretty heavy words from the Village Voice. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, kudos on that. Thank you. But you have three albums out. I remember when we met you several years ago, you were Blake Thomas in the downtown Brown. We met all the, we're all friends with the guys, and Sean Ciali, great mm -hmm. string player, is in the band. And it's a phenomenal album it's called Real Like Theater. That was 2005 at one uh, Mama for Best uh, Madison Area Music Award for the Bluegrass and Americana album. And then 40 Minutes, which Mary and I are both on, and Chauncey and some other people from 2006, and then Flatlands in 2008. You had anything in the works now? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to expand on that or not really? No, I think it's best kept a secret. Cool, cool. cool. Want to play something? Sure. That do. Uh, anything in particular? Oh. Say what? Sure. We could try to do flatlands. Oh. We'll, we'll do the. We'll do this. One. I haven't played this one in a little while, so I think I'll, I think it'll be okay. okay. It, it's also in D.
between the soil and the branches We just compromise our chances The soil exists without the branches But it doesn't have much to show say that after every song because <laughs> it's true can I get that in writing yeah yeah I'll put that in writing well Mary and I've had the great joy of playing a few shows with you and Josh and the band and, and uh, it's always a treat um, and Josh has been on the show before but I love the way you're, you're you uh, um, and we've uh, you know we played some shows too like where we just at the end we're just rocking out and we're playing what, what's the uh, Michael Jackson tune? Speaking of, uh, bless uh, his heart. You know. Billie Jean. Yeah. Billie Jean, yeah. <laughs> that surprised the heck out of me too when you guys pulled that out. I loved it, and and I was surprised that I actually remembered the string line. <laughs> I know. I had a hard time keeping a straight face because it was like, man, that's just coming in, and it's exactly right. <laughs> I don't remember it right now, but I remembered it when we were playing it. But uh, but Josh is playing a uh, a, tel a strat. Is it a strat? Yeah. And uh, this, this, this swell, this whole thing that two people can do, you know, with an acoustic guitar and an electric guitar is, uh, is very cool. Mm. So you were born in Minnesota. Yes. Yes. And I want to, to pull out this stuff now. Born in Minnesota. This is on the website, too, that you can maneuver through. <laughs> <laughs> so at 19, you moved east to busk in the subways in Boston. Yes. Yes. What, what uh, drew you to do that? Just... Um, I think when I was when I was 18, I moved to Chicago, and then uh, and actually it, it took me a little while to get to Boston. I was in Chicago for a little while, and then Milwaukee, and then I was in Duluth for a little while, and then I went to Boston. Okay. 
Duluth, that's a nice routing to Boston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still have trouble with the routings. Josh and I will, will, will book shows where we're driving like 17 hours to get somewhere for no particular reason. That's always great. Is it silent in the car for a while while he's trying well, to... Well, we did, we did a month on, on the road a little while back where it was driving Josh's car and he didn't have a radio. Oh. <laughs> you get to be even closer friends. Though, right. don't you? We read some poetry. Oh. Yeah. And Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Do you find... We actually... It's funny. We don't even listen to the radio ourselves very much. People think that musicians listen to music all the time. And Heck no. <laughs> no. I don't know. Yeah, we kind of like... Because we play music all the time. A lot of times in the car, we'll just sit there and like stare. <laughs> We're boring. If you ever want to ride somewhere with us, you know... We'll bore you to tears, because... Well, actually, we sing silly stuff yeah. in harmony, and then, and then we try to um, sing out of tune yeah. together, it's... which is kind of funny, because if somebody starts going lower, then the other person goes a little higher, and, you know, yeah. just to make it really bad. Oh. Ah. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that, takes a lot of work. Don't try that at home. Actually, try it at home. That's the best place to do it, just at home. So, you, so you're driving along, 17 hours, no radio, reading Harry Potter and, and, and poetry, and sleeping a lot. It was mostly me sleeping and Josh, <laughs> like dodging deer. <laughs> so where were you? Well, well, we were dodging deer and dodging the hood on my car, too, at one point. <laughs> oh, it came unlatched? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we'd been driving through this, this, this terrible weather, and, and we couldn't drive more than like 20 miles an hour. And, uh, and so finally it, it cleared up. And uh, so we sped up and we were going like 70 miles an hour. Everything was just fine. Every, everything was looking sunny and bright. And all of a sudden the hood came up. You know, it, 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 hit, it, hit this, it hit the windshield and the roof like so hard. Both of the visors came down and the rearview mirror <laughs> fell off. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and there was like just enough room underneath, you know, yeah. so you could kind of like guide the car off of the road. And, and, um, and it, we didn't die, so it became instantly funny as hell, you know? Right. And so I'm trying to gather myself, and I get out of the car to look at, you know, kind of like assess the situation. And this guy had seen what happened behind us, and he pulled over off of the road. And I come out of the car laughing hysterically, and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm sure he thought we were stoned or something. He had to, because, you know, why would you? Yeah, but... he said okay, but he meant hi. Yeah, are you, hi. Are you okay? <laughs> and uh, so we, we, uh, we had to take a mic stand out of the back and stretch it across the fenders so we could bend the hood enough to get it like, to like, <laughs> semi-latch. And um, so then we, we drove into town and we got one of those black farm straps yeah. you know, to uh -huh. wrap around the bumper and tied the hood down. And then we drove to Denver. That's <laughs> Is, do you corroborate this? I, I absolutely that, do. Is that how, you, you were sleeping through this whole thing, though, right? I think at that point, probably, which made it funnier to the, the dude behind us, is I was, I was playing a ukulele in the front seat. And so, like, we both come, like, pouring out of the car, just looking bad and laughing, you know, and I've got a ukulele in my hand. And it's... <laughs> yeah. And he's going, I really should call the state patrol yeah. right now. I should call yeah. him. Well, it wasn't long after that, then. We were driving in Minnesota, and... It was after a long night, and uh, it was about 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, and uh, we got pulled over for going like 70 miles an hour. I passed a car, and uh, everything was fine, but we were kind of joking yeah. with, uh, with the cop, Ooh. and apparently people don't joke <laughs> in Minnesota. And so he, 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 gave, he gave us the ticket, and he walked away, and he got as far as like the back door, and he came back and he poked his head down. And he's like, "You, you boys been drinking?" <laughs> We're like, "Why, yes." Like, it's, it's eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no. But he had to ask. Well, well, there was that, and then there was the big crack in the windshield, and oh, yeah. there was dents in the roof from where the hood hit it. And the hood <laughs> was still kind of dented, and my car doesn't have much paint on it to begin with. I can't imagine I smelled very good. <laughs> you have seen the Blues Brothers, right? Yeah. yeah okay. 
So you learned to drive from the Blues Brothers School. Of, uh, <laughs> what kind of car is it, or was it, I should say? It's uh, a Subaru. It's still around? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I like, to, I like to call it, uh, I like to say that it has urban camouflage. Yeah. Because <clears throat> <laughs> who would suspect that there's anything in that thing? You know? Exactly. Like, right. Yeah. The only time we ever got pulled over was, uh, well, the first time anyway, was, um, <laughs> it was 11 in the morning. We were driving back from um, South by Southwest. And we were all sick. So, we we all sick. had strep. And we let one of our bandmates drive, and he was weaving because he was so tired and so sick. Tired and sick. So the cop pulls us over, and we all get out, kind of, we were all sweating. I think it was the same thing. Are you guys drinking? <laughs> so, but then he went, oh, okay, you're all sick. Well, just take care. Yeah, stay away so from So that me. was nice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's good. And those are some pretty good, uh, pretty good road stories. We usually ask, but those just pour it out. Oh, yeah. that was nice. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. love road stories. Yeah. Stuff you can't make up. Yeah. So any songs you made up on the road? Probably a lot, I bet. He wrote that song on, by the light of the glove box going through Nebraska. I love it. Wow. I, you were, I watched it happen. You were driving, though, right? No. No, oh. that's the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You want to play another one? What's next, boys? Sure. Uh, let's, let's pick it up a little bit. Okay. We'll do how long? Sure. I, I can I can fall in got a world of trouble honey on my mind your world of trouble and I'm just a satellite I don't feel like I'm moving or getting no farther from you now the earth is a mother and the moon is just blue such a long time ago So how long, how long Till all my love is gone Could have been such a pretty memory Before I drove it through the mud Everybody gotta have some kind of faith in some way Sad people get lonely Other people get free Everybody's gonna hurt you No matter who you decide to be Ships out at sea Only my love for you Is an unheard masterpiece Only my love for you Is an unheard masterpiece
My only regret is when I'm playing with you guys, I can't listen to the lyrics so much because I'm busy playing. Yeah, that bugs me too. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out some way around that. I can't, I can't quite. But I've heard the songs before, so I know the, I know the lyrics. But, but you have, so they've got a new CD coming out, hopefully. Yeah. We're working on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm still pushing you on that. Okay. I know it. <laughs> Do you have a year yeah. in mind? Do I have a what? A year in mind? Uh, hopefully this year. Good. You know, I just, I gotta write a bunch of songs, that's all. <laughs> well, it's still, uh, oh, it's July. It is. We have plenty, time. Plenty of time, plenty of time. Yeah, it goes through phases, you know. Yeah. So Mary and I and, and uh, Blake all teach, also teach uh, guitar lessons and fiddle lessons, et cetera, out at Prairie Music Academy in Sun Prairie. Have you found, how long have you been teaching guitar? There or Anywhere. total? Have, uh, oh, were you, were you I started back when I was in, in Boston. I think I was 20. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that that, does that uh, affect your songwriting at all? I, I don't know if it affects the songwriting so much. I feel like I, I've learned quite a bit doing it yeah. about music because I yeah. needed to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when yeah. I started pretty quick, you know, I didn't realize you actually had to know things to be able to teach it to people. <laughs> like names of stuff? <laughs> yeah, like names of stuff. And yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like this, and you do this, and then you like yeah. that, man. Just watch me for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I've had teachers like that. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Take notes. I watch you, though. You're, you are a good teacher, though. But I, I do find that, it is funny that you say that, because I find that I probably learned as much teaching as I ever did taking lessons. Yeah, me know, too. From either doing what you said, you know, either going back, literally going back to the beginning and, and, and thinking about it in a different way and, and, you know, putting yourself through the process again, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you do this, ever waiting for lessons. I find that I write songs when I'm waiting for students. I start jotting some stuff down. Yep. I have reams of, you know starts and little ditties and things, but now it's putting them together. Do you do that? Do you, either you guys, I mean, how are you, are your writing styles similar or, or very different? Would you say, how would you answer that? How do you write songs? I don't know. Um, Absurdly <clears throat> large question. Oh, man. Do you wait for kind, it to... Kind, go ahead. Kind of like Mozart. <laughs> I write them down perfectly the first time. <laughs> I don't I don't quite do it like that well. <laughs> Josh is older though, so hopefully I'll get there. Yeah, he's got his stuff together here. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think that I've ever written a, a song the, the same way twice. Really, I, th mm -hmm. I think it, or at least it never the same way like twi twice in a row. I, for me, it kind of, kind of bounces around. Um, you know, like I mean, some yeah. some sometimes it, it it's a melody that that pops into my head first, and then, um, and and then some kind of something that that that, that fits with that. You know. Uh, Subject-wise, right? Yeah. You know, so uh, I think, I mean, I think every day has a melody. You know, whether it be rainy, or the sun is shining, or something. Everything has, you know, just like everything yeah. has a rhythm to it. I think there's a melody that also accompanies it. And uh, so I, I suppose that that's how I do it. Yeah. Like usually, there's some kind of a melody do that your, starts, and then. Do your lyrics? Um, Necessarily go along with the melody as far as like how you feel that day, I or because so. like I wrote a song called "Rainy Waltz" and you know what it was like outside. Yeah, sunny. And oh. it was rainy, <laughs> but I didn't yeah. write lyrics to it, so I figured. <laughs> so I figured I was kind of safe. Just, yeah. yeah, but. Well, you, this I mean, this might be totally. <laughs> anyway. uh, we can talk about this later. Never okay. mind. <laughs> <laughs> But do, do, is there a specific, and this is kind of personal maybe, but I know there's some writers that are really fastidious about, like, this is my writing time. I get up in the morning, I make a cup of coffee at 8, eight o'clock or 8.30, and 
and then I sit down and I write for two hours. It's like, I can't, I would love to be able to do that. I can't do that at all. No. No. Well, that's like the disciplined way of writing. Right. I mean, you guys like that? No? <laughs> I used to do stuff where I would, uh, you know, I would take time every day to just write. Yeah. You know, I would sit down at a typewriter and crank things out yeah. for an hour, and it was just, you know, it was junk, but it at least got my brain working, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if we hear about that. That's, that's like a, a technique, right? Do you, do you do that anymore? Not, not so much that way? Not so much anymore. Uh, no. I think the thing that's changed for me is that I used to, uh, uh, I would just write words first yeah. and then you know like a and I've been yeah. doing that for ever since I started playing you know yeah. so it's like I have my little bag of tricks yeah. right. and I would just like crank the words into that little box and call it a day so I think now <laughs> like what I've been trying to do that's been making it so hard is that is trying to get out of that little box and, and musically do something differently yeah. than what I'm used to which is hard yeah Right. Do, do you guys use a lot of... Well, I know you use some alternate tunings, but do you use a lot of alternate tunings? I mean, no, I didn't think you used... Mm -mm. You're not always cranking up retuning and stuff. No. Mm -hmm. So that's, that takes even more... That's even more of a challenge, isn't it? I mean, to... Yeah. I mean, we just uh, played with uh, Peter Mulvey the other day out on Folk on State, and it's so fun watching him play because after every tune, he's cranking one thing or another yeah. and... I mean, that's great. I just, uh, I, I don't do that very much, you know? I, um, not that I don't, I can't do that really. I, I don't know how all the notes work. I know the shapes really well. I don't believe you. Want <laughs> to do another one? Let's do another one. That sounds good. I think I'm digging myself into a hole here. <laughs> I don't know anything. Bye. 
around you take it It's all around you break it Now I'm watching every move Because I have to know it too Well if it's all around you take it It's all around you break it And I've never been this satisfied Thank you. Hey, hey Andy, you get in the fiddle? Yep. Okay. Thanks for letting me sing on that. I love that song. Thank you. Thanks for singing. <laughs> hey, you want to do a Josh tune? Sure. I don't know if, we're, if you're prepared to do that. We we're going to focus on, on Blake's stuff, but Josh is here, and I know you guys play all together. Can I bat one over the net at you? What? I don't know. <laughs> we love doing this unscripted and just bringing people to their knees and wondering what the heck we're doing and why we're doing it. I, 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 you don't have I was to. totally in left field. I, I, I was. Oh, would you like to do oh, a yeah. song? Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I was having an issue, so I was, I was, I was kind of wrapped into that. I'm, okay. I'm sorry. A pedal issue, a floorboard issue. Yeah, yeah. But it's fixed now. That's cool. Yeah. I used to my 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 pedal board finally died, but for years playing in, in rock bands and stuff, having the big pedal board, and I know exactly what you're going through because I remember like playing at the Cubby Bear in Chicago or some big show, and the lights come on, boom, bang, nothing, you know, and you're <laughs> and immediately you're on the floor going, it's one of these chords. <laughs> and there are thirty-three of them. There are thirty-three of these, and I've got <laughs> right. to find it. Now, well, and then my the cubby solo's bear. coming up in eight bars. <laughs> We'd always do the cubby bear in the summer, yeah. and there'd be water dripping from the ceiling from the air conditioning. And I remember seeing Willie Porter there one time, and the water dripped from the ceiling and blew his stuff. So we were kind of like redeemed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if it can happen to him, it can oh, happen God, to anybody. us. But yeah. so, but that's not what happened. There's no water here, and no, no, it, no it's, it's it's all good. good. Okay. That's a nice, fine pedal board. So, yeah, do you want to do a tune? Sure. Um, um, you want to do that Nowhere tune? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I do. Does it translate to that, to guitar? You bet. Yeah? Yeah. Or do, is there... What, 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 no, no. What, what would be better? No, that's perfect. Yeah? Uh, yeah. C or C sharp? What, what works better for you, C or C sharp? It doesn't matter. Really? It doesn't matter, C. <laughs> or C sharp. But yeah. C. Put yeah. a capo on the fiddle. Yeah, exactly. I actually brought a Mando capo, but Sims will laugh at me if I use it, so I just, I'll keep it. <laughs> okay, I'm redeemed. That's pretty much all the sharps if you do it in the C sharp. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the nice thing about a stringed instrument is if you hit a wrong note, the right one's only one fret away. <laughs> or, or just a slight lean yeah. if you're fretless, you know. I saw, um, 
there's a, a Kelly Joe Phelps record. Yeah. Uh, it's a live one. It's called Tap the Red Cane Whirlwind. And he's playing, you know, he's, he's just this crazy finger picker and he's going to town and he's playing in some like crazy C-sharp minor diminished seven flat four tuning or something like that. <laughs> and and he's, he's going crazy and stuff and all of a sudden he hits this total clunker. Yeah. Like it's just bad and stuff and you can hear him start laughing and he just starts <laughs> playing it again. You know, like, like if you hit a wrong note, play it like you mean it, man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do it good.
Is that, is that a new one? Relatively new? Newer. Newer, okay. Because I don't think I've heard that one before. Really? Unless I was at Mickey's and I was part of that loud crowd that's on the other side of the bar. <laughs> no. no. No, I'm never in that part no. of the room. No, no. But it is interesting to go down there and, and the um, table's in the middle. There's this usually part of the crowd is just this rapt audience, you know, there's like this. And then there's always the, someone at the back of the room going, yeah, well, I the other day, you know. <laughs> but those guys can also be the guys going, God, I love Blake and Josh. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and they're just like louder than yeah, the music and it's so bizarre. These guys are great. We come here every week. Cheers. You know, they're playing right over there. <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> they mean it, well. That's why they come every week, because they only catch about eight minutes of the show every day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go, that's a new one, right? No. <laughs> like what I just said. Yeah. I like, well, too, how sometimes if you catch them at the right moment, yeah. you know, and like everybody in the middle is, is, is totally into it, and there are people in the back that are going crazy and stuff, and you can control their volume. Like you can be singing a song, you know, like whatever, and they just kind of back it down and everything, and they start... They're like, hey, what, what, what's, hey, what, what, hey. <laughs> then when you pick it back up, like, oh, yeah, that was good. Give me a beer. <laughs> oh, that's so, so, yeah, so you play little games with the audience while you're, you'd have to. It's great. Think, it's great. What other little games do you play with the audience? <laughs> no, there's, oh, yeah. <laughs> those are secret. Well, we got time for one more long one or two short ones. What do you think? Uh... I would say or let's whatever do you want. Two short ones. Let's do it. Uh, Seahorses? That one's kind of actually. Yeah. That one's kind of long. Maybe we should just okay. do that one. Sure. You tell me after we're done with it if it was long or short. Okay. It's actually really fun to have charts for once. <laughs> Not that I can find this one, but I don't think I need it. That must be why. I was looking over a second ago, and I decided it would be in bad taste, but I wanted to be like, man, that's, that chord's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you were writing down, but that's not right at all. That's okay. I feel that way sometimes it shows. <laughs> Wow. 
Thank you guys so much for coming down. Thank you. It's always a treat. Mr. Blake Thomas and Josh Hardy here on Mad Toast Live. So check them out. Sonicbids.com slash Blake Thomas Live for upcoming shows. This has been Mad Toast Live. Mr. Andy LaValle doing our front of house sound is also our podcast engineer. Thank you all for coming. Please check our podcasts out on iTunes and on madtoastlive.com. Thank you.